What up, what up, what up, what up? Episode 47 of the Struggle Play Podcast. Ooh, I got some plans. I got some plans. Are you tied up? I call. But if we being real, now I'm becoming one of those guys that's like, man, where's the old black? Because when I first heard this song, ooh, I was like, did I stumble on a pot of gold? Did I stumble upon a genius? Because the shit that he's saying in this song is a struggle within itself. She said, you goddamn lie. I ain't mean to say that shit, girl. I was goddamn hot. So we let the crib, now we in a goddamn ride. Now we're cooking. Now we're starting off the show just right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, list of my problems. Got that one on my line that won't stop fucking calling. It's crazy how I made her that way. Every time I see her out, I see the hate in her face. Why you do that? Tell her you love her when next week you just want your space. Why you do, why you do that? Tell her you want her, but next week you do your own thing. Ooh, but wait, wait till he gets to the best part. Wait till he gets to the best part. She texts me, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, but how the fuck can you hate me? When I ain't this shit, but be the real thing. She know I'm the real. That'll never change. I never been a one to try to explain why you catch them feels. I'ma sip on this drink. It's easing my brain. I got real shit to stress about, girl. I ain't worried about shit. Remember that I tried to build you. Now I ain't worried about shit. Ooh, come on, fellas. You tried to help her. You tried to help her. You tried to stay along for the ride. But you had to let it go. You had to let it go. I know. I know, fellas. I know, man. I know. I know. I know. Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 47 of the Struggle Play Podcast. I'm your one and only host, Doug. Y'all remember, the Struggle Play Podcast is available on all digital streaming platforms. Okay, I'm talking Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, I want to say we're on Stitcher, Google Play, you name it, we're everywhere. And then, of course, there is a playlist every single episode of all the songs that I have played on this podcast you can find those playlists on the episode description or on my social media handles. So all you got to do, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Music or Spotify or even SoundCloud, all you have to do is look in the episode description and click on the links that says playlist for episode 47 of the Struggle Play podcast. Because that playlist is available on Apple Music, Spotify, and Tidal, and SoundCloud. Okay, and if you like want to go ahead and find me on social media as well, Instagram, Twitter, follow me at Northside Doug. Again, Northside Doug. Now, today's Monday, right? Oh man, this might be my favorite versus battle. Yeah. This will be my favorite versus battle outside of Swiss versus Tim tonight. 
main event Monday night, Monday, Monday, Monday. So I hope you're listening to this, you know, because as soon as this podcast is over with, I'm already going to get ready to watch Jada Kiss versus Fabulous. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. If y'all don't know me, Jada Kiss is in my personal top five. But Fabulous plays him. He, his music is very near and dear to my heart. Like, I can go on and on and say how I love 90s, you know, hip hop. But if we're being real, I was born in 91. And I really didn't get into my hip hop bag. Like, really fell in love with it. I didn't fall in love with hip hop till about 2001. So I'm an early 2000s baby at best. And Fabulous was that guy for me. Fat, like, I literally remember recording this song on a cassette tape when I heard it for the first time on the radio. Come on, man. This is a classic. It's a classic. I can't deny it. I remember how I was feeling. God, like, whew. And especially when the beat drops. Holy guacamole. Holy. Like, I remember my mom and my parents would try to take away my TV because I was getting bad grades or doing some dumb shit. And I would literally be like, fine, take the TV away. I'm going to listen to the radio. And that's really when I started falling in love with hip hop. So when I heard Breathe, oh my God. Oh my God. Bitches want to chase my wealth, but I keep them on a diet. Embrace their health, or even keep them on a quiet. And space myself, and just take a deep breath. I got them grabbing their chest, cause it's hurting them to see Fabin is best. And they and they worse. They'd rather see me laying a hearse than laying a back. And I ain't just laying a verse. I'm saying the facts. I came back with some sicker stones. That got these broke niggas looking at me like they choking on a chicken bone. But then something inside me was wakening. Something inside me made me put Jada in my top five. Because at this time, as a kid, I wasn't digging into the crates. Not like that. Not heavy, heavy. You know, I was listening, I was listening to radio singles. Like mainstream stuff. That was my introduction to hip-hop. But man, when I heard why, that real. Yo, why is Jada Kiss as hard as it gets? Why is the industry designed to keep the artists in debt? And why them dudes ain't riding if they party your set? And why they never get it popping but they party to death? Yeah, and why they gon' give you life for a murder? Turn around, only give you eight months for a burner. It's going down. Why they selling niggas CDs for under a dime? And if it's all love, daddy, why you come with your nine? Why my niggas ain't get that cake? Why is a brother up north better than Jordan that ain't get that break? I told myself, this man is that swag. He has everything. And then as I start digging deeper into the crates, you know, and I'm hearing, I'm buying Fabulous' CD, Return of the Hustle. And the first song off Return of the Hustle 
had me going like, yo, fabulous is the greatest of all time, right? Because it's the B-sides that gets you. I'm judging you on if you like a rapper's B-sides rather than their A-sides. Tell me what your favorite B-side cut is. Then that'll show me how big of a fan you really are. Because J. Cole, my favorite rapper, my favorite song from him is a tie between Return of Simba and Dreams. Something that you don't hear on any of his albums. It's none of his singles at all. You have to really find those songs. So if you're going to ask me who do I choose between Jadakiss and Fabulous, I'm going Jada all day. Jada's posse cuts will ultimately be the end of Fabulous. Now, don't get me wrong. Fabulous, he has bigger hits. Throw it in the bag. Uh, holla back, youngin. Um, what else he has? Make me better. But Jada can easily counter that with uh, K-I-S-S me. You know the joint he did with Mariah Carey? And Fab's got uh, so into you with Tamia. But what is he going to do when Jada plays Put Your Hands Up? I got beef with the feds in the DA. I got footage of the game, press replay. I got bitches in the club all over me. Mine take it easy. And y'all scared, I could tell. That I'ma get bucks like Milwaukee, cause like Sam, I could sell. I'm that nigga, y'all know that. Bang you in the yard, then slide off. Or what is he going to do? Like, we already know what's gonna happen when he throws in We Gonna Make It and All for the Love. Dilio. What? I gotta squeeze the juice out of the head. of a problem who what when and how you gonna solve them automatic or revolver k-i-double-lesson here's the lesson most beams is infrared but mine's is fluorescent no matter where you go i'ma spot you no matter how many people you put me in front of i'ma rock you and if you try to be the hard top i'm gonna drop you i got to treat you like the clutch and pop you creep through in the 420 with your honey because you ain't nothing but a play and don't act crazy when he starts playing all about the Benjamins and all of his locks records. Don't act stupid because you know he's going to play that because Jada's posse cuts and his features will be the deciding factor in this battle. Hands down. It gets me so excited just to even think about it. Like I only need to play this music when I'm back home. Come on, man. Walking in the snow. Riding the train in the middle of the night because you're trying to go to a house party or just even going to downtown trying to have you some fun. And you got Jada or some locks playing in the background. Yo, man, come on. This is what I'm talking about. Like, it's those moments that brings me back to that time because you actually believed those rappers. You actually believed them and you knew that they were growing up in the struggle, man. Look at me. I'm different now. I'm living in Denver, Colorado, and I'm over here <laughs> living in the gentrified neighborhood because I'm just so sick and tired of living in the hood all the damn time. And then here I am looking on our apartment portal site where all of my white neighbors put their little messages and Oh, it's just like the most privileged thing I've ever seen. Like literally, I'm I should call this segment the Karen Chronicles, because it's literally Karens who leave these ridiculous messages on this entire apartment uh, website portal where we all use the 
send messages and pay our rent. Here, let me just read you something that's so ridiculous and so Karen-like. Yeah, I'm calling this the Karen Chronicles. Here's the whitest message. Here's the whitest thing I've ever seen. Like, this is my life. Whoever took my order from Burger King that was on my doorknob, why did you take it and you left the drink? That was big of you. Like, yo, come on, fam. Like, is this my life now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got another one. Missing reading glasses in a teal beach towel in pool area. If anyone finds it, please bring it to the leasing office. Stupid ass lady, ain't nobody bringing that shit back. That shit gone. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Look, 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 look. One more, one more, one more. Just to round it all out in terms of the gentrified, in terms of the colonization of a apartment complex that I'm living in. Hey, y'all, just out of curiosity, do we have any climbers in the neighborhood? Roommate and I are looking for additional climbing slash workout partners that may be around. No, I don't want to hike with you, Karen, or your roommate, so you can kill me in the woods on some get out type shit. Nah, fam, nah, I ain't going, I ain't going. Douglas, you can't go back to the hood. It, it's, it's over for you. You're done. You're done. You might as well go ahead and listen to a white rapper telling, asking everybody what's popping and then bringing on another legend onto a song and like, oh, we don't even want to hear that Wayne anymore. I'm talking about that What's Poppin' remix um, with Jack Harlow and he put Lil Wayne on the remix and Wayne's verse was very subpar at best. But this is my reality. Listen to this, man. Uh, what's bracken? Brand new whip, new mansion. Brand new tips, new dances. Same old dick, new magnums. Same old shit, new maggots. Same old throne, new dragons. Same old strong, new ashes. I can pass that bit like magic. Yeah, I ain't capping, I'm lit, I'm active. Yeah, look, five and it bit like packs and yak. I'm drowning this milk like Applejack. I sell a bitch, dream, put tax on that. Look, slamming that bit, that slap and slap. Yeah, bum press roll, that's black on black. Yeah, nine, nine problems, the bitch ain't one yet. Numbers don't lie, that's the aftermath. Yeah, what's poppin'? Okay, maybe it's not that bad, but do we really need Lil Wayne to do a feature on a white rapper song called What's Poppin'? Uh, like, the reason why I listen and love hip-hop is because it exemplifies, of course, the struggle. And what is the struggle? The struggle is, what can you say, the reflection of your environment you know whether if it's good or bad happy or sad sex drugs money rock and roll pain everything that you need and it's all wrapped up in a song so the song that i'm going to break down for this episode is from this generation's rap class the newer generation but yet they're kind of moving into that status of the guys who are on top right now the guys who are leading it, not necessarily the J. Coles and the Drakes and the Kendrick Lamars, but mainly the Chance the Rappers. So, the song that I'm breaking down for this episode is from G. Herbo, featuring Juice World, May He Rest in Peace, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Uzi Vert. This song is called PTSD. See my past every 
Real talk, I had to do this song. Like, obviously, you have Juice World, G Herbo, and Chance the Rapper, Chicago, right? My city. And then, of course, you had Lil Uzi Vert um, in the, at the end of the song as well. That's cool. But, like, this song, the reason why I chose it, I'm a sucker for a guitar. But it was like that slow guitar. And this is my favorite G Herbo song. Even though one of his biggest critiques is that he raps offbeat on purpose, even though it sounds better than when Blueface does it. But it works for him. And it doesn't work for Blueface at all. And this song, it touches on trauma, right? And, how, and why and how we deal with trauma for just living in the hood or how we're dealing with trauma for just being black in America from seeing our own people die on TV. Man, and it's just like we see our friends die or we hear about our friends die. We know our friends who are dying. And whether we see it in person or we hear about it in our own neighborhood or in our own school, you know, it's just like sometimes we can go to school and the next day that same person isn't there anymore. That's been the case for me in high school all the time. You know, whether if they're not there because they were killed or thrown in jail, it's like a kill or be killed mentality being black in America because we're always on edge. We're putting these really hard circumstances and situations. And I always say this, I haven't seen it all, but I've seen enough. Okay, I've seen a man get tased in the rain by the police in high school, in high school. All right, I know someone who was locked up for 10 years for stabbing someone to death. And guess what? He was a Golden Globes boxer. So that's like the most crazy part to me about it, right? But I also know someone who was killed, you know, right after high school graduation. And he left behind a whole family. And then I know somebody who was killed like as a sophomore, as a sophomore in high school. You know, he wasn't even 16 years old. So I learned from these experiences by staying away, right? The One of my favorite sayings is that a smart man learns from his own mistakes, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. And so when I hear this hook, like, God, it's emo, right? And you can hear the depression that Juice World is going on, going through in his head because, hello, this man died taking like a whole bunch of pills. He OD'd on pills, right? And I can hear the depression and we all deal with it, especially now during this pandemic. But it's also me personally, it's always been depressing for me working in the news during this time during this whole Black Lives Matter movement, during this whole pandemic, because I'm always talking about people dying. And even before this, it was always like that, people dying. 16-year-old man got shot, you know. 22-year-old uh, man getting killed. And who's, who do they all look like? Black people, right? And I don't even want to touch about the part with the white parents and, like, these dead babies. You know, I don't even want to hit on that. But, like, people say Juice World is kind of the pioneer of this generation's emo rap. But if you really go back into it, like with all this depressing rap and emo rap, you're, you're mainly getting it from Eminem, Ghetto Boys, Joe Budden, right? But Juice World, he took it to another level. He, like, 
I think Eminem was probably like the last big Evo rapper that I could think of, like mainstream. But with Juice World's Lucid Dreams, and now this song, he's killing it. I love the fact that he starts off and says, I turn the news on and I smell death in the air. I'll prove you wrong. I made it out of here. I don't belong. I see my past everywhere. Don't stand too close to me. Eternal PTSD. I got a war zone inside of my head. I made it on my own. They said I'd be in jail or dead. I see my brothers fall over and over again. Don't stand too close to me. I got PTSD. Like, just be... He's letting you know that the hood is a war zone. You know, that it is an everyday struggle just to survive in these environments, especially when you're not, when your family doesn't even have that much money, especially when you're seeing your friends die left and right. DA got that go. I turn the news on when I smell death in the air. So that's the hook. And this song is produced by a Chicago producer. DA got that dope. And he's produced for so many songs for people like Ghostface, uh, old, good old fashioned Chicago legend Mikey Halstead. If you know about him, you know about him. He's been around for a very long time. Then, of course, Lupe Fiasco. But he's also produced songs for Chris Brown with Privacy. And he also produced Tiger's comeback record, Taste. Like, man, it's not, it wasn't even his comeback record. It was his emancipation record. Like he freed himself from the Kardashian curse. He was in a relationship with a 17 year old girl. Let's not forget that at all. He also did Kodak Black's song, ZZ. Ice water turn Atlantic, night calling in a phantom. Told them, hold it, don't you panic. Took an island, felt the mansion. Drop the roof, more expansion. Ooh, look at me staying young and hip. Young and hip. Hey, okay, well, like, I'm 28, but still, I'm always doing 90s and 2000s and real hip hop artists. Let's stay current. Because this is a platinum producer, man. And he's from Chicago. Come on, dog. So Chicago is all through this record. And man, the man who put out this song, who dropped this album, the name, uh, the title track of this album, PTSD. God damn, G Herbo, the growth is impeccable. He is literally one of the last surviving members of the whole drill movement. Because back then he was a little Herb, he was just a teenager. But God, remember when Chief Keith and GBE took over not just the city, but the whole world? And I'm not gonna lie to you. I was not a fan. I was like, yo, this shit is an abomination of rap. And it's from my own city. What the hell is going on, dog? But 
grew to love it, grew to appreciate it, grew to understand that it's their story and it's their reflection of hip hop in their environment. And I was here for it. But looking fast forward back to it, it's really not that many cats left from that era. It's just G Herbo, Tink, who used to rap her ass off, and now she's more of a R&B singer. Dreezy still keeps it going, but she's in her own lane. And Lil Dirk, that's it. Like, Fredo Santana, nah. Lil Reese, nah. God damn, and Chief Keef. He can't even, he's not even really allowed to perform in his own city. Really, the entire state. The man's basically banned from the state of Illinois. It's crazy, ain't it? So for G Herbo's first verse, I love it. Because he sort of rapping on beat, kind of off beat, a bit, a bit. But, 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 the thing that I've always loved about Herbo is his content. Because you actually believe him. Like I said, I really try to play music from rappers who I only believe in. I really try to make sure I do that on every episode. And he starts off the first verse by saying, I was hearing bangs like Chief Keef. Always yelling the names that were deceased. Always hearing bangs like Chief Keef. Always yelling names that's deceased. I go off my mind and my instinct. Shooting at the same time, we was in sync. On the same thing, trying to repeat. We was in the whips, right back on the enemy. Stuffed on my last hit, I was in the middle seat. Fuck it out the sunroof, Brody got a quick release. And we in the car real fast with police. Shots fired back, but it's ass in the street. When I bought a 40 show, Brittany and Tiffany, knowing that they call it, shit they can't get from me. A lot of warfare, 17, had a 50 B. Like stone niggas, so you know they want killer G. So I had to do some research with that line on trying to figure out who in the hell is Britney and Tiffany, right? And looking deep into it, he could be referring to these two teenage uh, sisters, 16-year-old girls, who were shot and killed by their own father right outside of Chicago, and their father killed himself after the shooting. So you can hear a lot of pain and trauma in how this man really exemplifies and shares a story of Chicago on how literally it's worse than what you hear on TV, right? Because when you start hearing this stuff locally, it hits different rather than nationally. But because of the impact and how big the city is, of course, it's going to spread out across the country. And man, the boy's good. And you can hear the growth, like from his mixtapes to now, He's becoming truly an established artist who's being respected by artists like Fabulous, Jada Kiss, and even Jay-Z, man. Come on, dog. I can't sleep cause it's a war zone in my head. My killer's good, they know I'm hands on with the bread. A million dollars ahead, I'm still angry seeing red. See, the thing that I really love about G Herbo is that he survived and he's sharing his story and other people's stories to let them know that they don't have to choose that route, that they can always reinvent themselves. I've said it over and over again. Malcolm X is the perfect example of reinventing himself, like literally writing his own path, not letting his own circumstances and situations define him because remember Malcolm X was an ex-con 
right? <laughs> he was locked up. And then on top of that, he faced racism from a very early age because he's half black and half white. Like, man, the dog, he's, he's amazing. So, like, going to Herbo, you can see that he's not letting his circumstances and his situations define him, right? He has a kid, but he's being active in his kid's life from what I can see. And then on top of that, he's not dibbling and dabbling in those same instances anymore. Like, you know, he is who he is. He's a product of his own environment. Like, I think the last time he got arrested on a possession charge about two years ago. But still, man, I I respect the fact that he's putting it out there and being vulnerable. Okay. Because that's the mark of a real man is admitting your own mistakes and learning from it. And then, of course, the second verse belongs to Mr. Happy Man himself. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wearing a hat and talking about how much he loved his wife and his kids. Chance the Rapper. And this is the chance that I grew to love. The weird rap, the weird flows, minus the I love my kids and my family type. Okay, come on, dog. Don't stand too close to me. I got PTSD. Used to run home from the train stop. Yeah. Running so fast, dodging raindrops. Remember got robbed at the park once. Yeah. Remember thinking that that bitch probably ain't caught. Yeah. Remember I was with my mama one time. Seen a nigga through the glass. Hit a nigga with a bank shot. Point blank head hanging off his tank top. Walked off, we drove off, went to game. Stop. Quiet right there, pick up Santa Andreas. Certain things we ain't talk about, mama, we just friends. Yo, man, I got to tell y'all exactly what Chance is saying through that part. Because even though it's weird and it's memorable, obviously he has the best verse in the song. But he's saying some things through that part. He says, used to run home from the train stop. Running so fast, dodging raindrops. Remember got robbed at the park once. Remember thinking that the bitch probably ain't cocked. Remember I was with my mama one time. Seen a nigga through the glass. Hit a nigga with a bank shot. Point blank. Head hanging off his tank top. Walked off. We drove off. Went to GameStop. Quiet right there. Picked up San Andreas. Come on, man. Who ain't walked to GameStop to pick up uh, Grand Theft Auto or Blockbuster if you want to take it that far back? Certain things we ain't talked about. Mama, we just prayed off. We seen it all. Don't get involved. We seen it all. Don't get involved. Carry it away to the world like a shark. To conceal it, reveal it, and people in cars. Hey, I gotta stop. I gotta stop again. He's literally painting a picture for us. Painting a picture of living that life. Or just living in the ghetto every day. Trying to be regular. Trying to be normal. But that's not always the situation. That's not always the case. Dog. This man literally said, hold on, dog, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This man literally said, when my homie was bleeding out, another homie went in his pockets. Like, now he has PTSD. He's letting you know how and why he has PTSD. So, like, when fans are running up on him, he doesn't even want them to come near him. He doesn't even want them to run up on him because of other situations that he's had in the past. 
Please do not run up on me, not even as fans. Niggas get fanned down on the damn Ryan. I'm flying, I'm scary as hell. I need me a Zan. They seem longer as life gets shorter. I'm sorry, I just need to stop right there before we get into the bridge because this song flows so effortlessly. But like we all have PTSD. You know what I'm saying? Like, god damn, chance. God damn, dog. Where's that chance? I'm sorry. I don't like wedding chance. I don't like married chance. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Call me toxic. Call me whatever you want. This is the chance that I grew to love. Okay? And this is the juice world that we grew to love. Talking about your own experiences and putting it down on the track or just sharing it with the world. Okay? Like, God, I can literally remember it like it was yesterday <laughs> being chased home by two different gangs. All just because they want to swing off of my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's those moments. It's when you share that. It kind of gives people hope in a way on letting them know that they're not the only ones dealing with shit. Dealing with fucked up shit. And then it can help you. Because the more you let that stuff out, the more you can have fun. The more, like the lighter the load it gets. Like, because of me sharing all these things on this podcast, now I'm able to have more fun than I have to because I don't have that weight on me anymore. I don't have that weight of the entire world on me. I'm just living life. I'm just doing what it does now, man. And it's fun. You know, like, I can finally feel free in just being me. The problem with my last podcast was because I didn't feel like I could be myself because I was constantly being judged, not just by outside people, but my own people, by my own family, by the people that I love the most. Now I'm a co-host, but like Jesus Christ, it can feel like a world is on your shoulders and it sucks when your own people aren't with you. So you got to shed the environment. You got to move the hell on. You know, you can't project your PTSD on folks. Now let's, now let's get into the last part of the song. Because it doesn't end with the hook. It ends with the bridge and the third verse from, Lu, from Lil Uzi Vert. The king of the emo rap. Okay? <laughs> the king of like depression and all that stuff. And you got all this mixed up into that song with Juice World, Uzi, Chance, and G Herbal. G Herbal gives you more of a rougher side. Chance, he melodically lets you know that shit ain't sweet. And of course, the same thing with Juice World, but more depressed, right? Because there's a war going on inside his head. But as we get into this bridge, into this final verse, Juice World is basically saying, it feels like this shit is never going to end because we only know the fucked up things that's happening in our environment. And Ju Juice World, he OD'd. And he's saying all of this shit, all of this stress, all this anger, all this violence, it's fucking up his sobriety.
G, no, I cannot sleep. Uh huh, I'm affected by the streets. No appetite, I can't eat. I only see real when I see. I think it's my PTSD. I think it's my PTSD. I think it's my PTSD. Yeah. I turn the news on when I smell death in the air. This song gets a 10 out of 10. Okay? And I, it, to me, I feel like this is like a candidate for song of the, of the year. Because I know it wasn't nominated on yesterday's BET Awards. I know it wasn't nominated on Sunday's BET Awards. Like, you get authenticity, art, like true art, pain. And like, the more authentic anything is, the more resonated it gets, the more you feel it, the more you appreciate it. And that's what we get in this song. And like, when you shed that stuff off, I say it again, when you shed off the anger, when you shed off the negativity, you feel lighter. Like, I remember two years ago, yeah, I want to say 2018, from 2018 to 2020, mad depressed, all right? I was dealing with some fucked up shit at my job, had a fucked up relationship, things weren't really working well with my last podcast, you know, internally, not going to speak on that publicly, you know, what exactly it was, but it was a lot of shit happening, and I just remember, I couldn't really find myself joking all the time. Like, I'm a jokey-ass nigga. Like, and I... <laughs> and now, during these most stressful times ever, the pandemic, I find myself really getting back to my old self. You know, like, now I'm just over here back to thinking of funny-ass shit to say. Like, here's one. I'm not a socially distant man, but I'm a socially distant man. Now give me some distance. Damn. See? You see what I'm saying? Goofy ass shit, man. It's, it's what I fucking love to do. I love the joke. I love, and I love inappropriate jokes. I love inappropriate jokes. Like, oh, man, I'm not going to say this one. Nope, 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 nope. I'm, try, I'm trying to think of a good one. I'm trying to think of a good one. Like of a good inappropriate joke. That I just fell in love with. Oh, easy. Dave Chappelle's Black Party. My favorite movie of all time. Hands down. And this man said, I was watching this movie when I was like 12 years old with my grandma. He made a joke and he said, why did a prostitute get a vagina surgically implanted on her hip? So that she can get money on the side. I died laughing. I was like 12 years old. And my grandma was like, yo, this is a crude ass nigga, man. <laughs> but we was laughing. Like, that's what I love to do. I love the joke. I love to laugh. And I get back to my um, older self, my old self, my regular self, the real Doug. Okay. Because I was told to be somebody that I wasn't for two straight years. And you see how that shit turned out. Mad stressful. But now here we are laughing, smiling, breaking down music. I'll say it again. I'm not a socially distant man, but I'm a socially distant. Oh, wait, fuck it up. I'm not a socially distant man, but I'm socially distant, man. Now give me some distance. Damn. Long story short, we all have PTSD growing up in the hood, black man, but we don't have to let it define us. That's the end of this breakdown. 
So let's get into the rotation. Three songs that have been in constant rotation for me on my, I was going to say iPhone, but I ain't one of you Apple niggas. Team Joy to the day I die. Three songs that I've been playing on my phone nonstop all week and including the week as well. weekend as well. Last weekend, last week. So let's get into the rotation. Three songs that I've been playing nonstop on my i. Mm, I don't have an iPhone. I ain't one of you Apple niggas. I'm a droid. I'm a droid nigga to the day I desire. I ain't. Three songs that I've been playing in constant rotation on my phone, my computer from last week and over the weekend as well. And this might be my favorite Tupac song. Oh, I'm, I might change it. I'm going to let you figure out what the name of this song is and then I'll tell you at the end. Hey, do this thug style, man. Thug style. When this whole beat drop, we just going to run into him, man. It's all good. Oh, I never had much. Run with the bad bunch. Little skinny kids sneaking weed in my bag lunch. And off the junior high, we was just getting by. And drive-bys while my homies heard the young lives. I never did cry. And even though I had pain in my heart, I was hopeless from the start. They couldn't tell me nothing. They all tried to help me. The marijuana had my mind gone. It wasn't healthy. I traveled places, cold cases for the ill year. I felt the pain and the rain, but I'm still here. Never did like the police. Hold on, be strong. We've been talking a lot of sadness with the struggle and whatnot, and I do want to emphasize that with the music that I play, but I also want to give hope as well. I do. Okay, like this podcast was birthed out of struggle and heartbreak and so much pain, but there's hope at the end of the day. Like literally, y'all have been there with me through my entire grieving process, and now we're at the final stage of the grieving process, and that's called hope. That's where I'm at, and that's where we're at as well. Okay? Yeah, I like this guessing game. I like this guessing game. This might be... I, mm. So my favorite Tupac songs are I Wonder If Heaven Had a Ghetto, Hold On, Be Strong, and Pain. Man, but is this better than Pain? Nah, it ain't better than Pain, man. It's, it's a close second. So let's keep this guessing game going. Let's start off with song number two by playing a song from LMA before boot up LMA. I'm talking mixtape LMA. What is that? 
Now that was Ella May with a thousand times. Great song. Like, girl, this was Ella May before Boot Up. And here's the crazy part about it Boot Up was on one of her EPs. But this song is off of her EP that came out in 2016 called Time. Again, that's Ella May with a thousand times. Now, I'll tell you the name of the last song because I got to get out of here and I got to get ready to go watch this battle and, uh, you know, wash my hair, do all these, you know, self-care stuff to make me feel better, make me feel good about myself, about being comfortable with Doug. So, song number three. Uh. I know what it feel like to be young and single. You know the life when your pockets got a bunch of singles. You know taking double shots, saying fuck a single. You know hardly getting sleep, but it's the fucking dream, no look. I know what it feel like to think you found the one. Told mom that so many times I'm sounding dumb. Cause she's starting to mix Ashley up with Tanisha. And saying hi, Britney, when I'm on the phone with Lisa. Fuck it, I got some new hoes. I mean some XXX girls. Pussy get wet as an S curl. Then I started thinking about my XXX girl. And how it was the worst times, but she was the best girl. You know, good girl, bad time, right place, wrong mind. Got my mind right, hit her back, the wrong line, man. But before I started feeling bad, my nigga Text me like I got some hoes, hit me back. Fuck. Yeah, oh, I could let you down when you trip. I take it anywhere. I take it. Yeah, we get up. Yep, yeah, she gave me hit damn right. You know it ain't right. If she hit by my side with this crazy, crazy world. This is Big Sean featuring Chance the Rapper and Jeremiah with Living Single. I'm with my 
Hey man, when I'm in my bag, I'm in my bag, and I'm getting back to my old me, to the old Doug, to my regular self. But I'm also getting new and better. Peace and love. My name is Doug. I'm out. See?